This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Yes, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, Arthur Wesley Euler back for the final segment of today's episode. And don't forget, this is in podcast format. (laughs) Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Steelers Blitz, that is Blitz with a Z, wherever you get your podcast at, man. Make sure you download it, subscribe to us, man, and leave us a nice little review. Five star only, okay? That's the only way we like to get it in, and we will read those comments off, you know, in due time. Yeah. Help us get internet rich, you know? Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? We're trying to get cool. Subscribe to the podcast. We're going to be popular, guys. Have a lot of friends and subscribers and followers. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh my God, we love you. And they'll be like, yeah. 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 It's hot. Yeah, and do like TikToky things. Corvette, Corvette. Hey, oh. hey, hey, hey. Oh, no. Don't do that. <laughs> That's why I draw the line, okay? That's where we're putting the foot down today. <laughs> I will not be participating in any Corvettes. <laughs> All right? Okay. Okay. Deal. Oh. Now that that is off my chest. This is a Ford show. Yes. <laughs> you are silly, bro. But with that being said, man, we did have a lot on the table, man, and we said that we wanted to hear from you guys, Power Grid, the megawatts. So with that being said, man, we're going to hop on the phone lines right here about the number. We got somebody that wants to talk about it, so let's hit them up. Uh, yeah, Melvin in the semi is on the line. Melvin, what's up, partner? Hello? Hey, we got you. There he is. All right, what's up? What's up, fellas? Good. How you doing? Man, we're doing well over here. You know, it, Got some spicy stuff on the table we're talking about today, man. How you feeling out there, though, man? What's the word on your end? I'm great. Hey, Arthur and Wes, I want to thank you guys for what you do. I'm Stiller Nation 614. My name is Melvin. I was born and raised in Pittsburgh on the Hill District, and I know that city and what the struggle of Coach Flores is because I moved out of Pittsburgh so that I could do what I'm very good at. Mm-hmm. And that's drive trucks. I'm a semi truck driver, but I'm an older guy. I'm 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 gonna be sixty this year. But this speaks to the culture of some of this country. In order for you to be where you have to be, sometimes you have to be that person that stands out front, be that person that takes their lumps, so to speak, in order to get where where you need to go. Everybody's not willing to take that risk. Hundred percent. I was about to say, that's, man. <laughs> that's the the gravity of the situation for Brian Flores, Absolutely. right? And where, I'm I'm not sure if you heard us say this earlier, Melvin, but it's pretty like he didn't just wake up yesterday and dis, and, right. and make this, this has decision. Been like this festering. Is, this has been weighing on his mind for a few years. Exactly, exactly. But I wanted to give you a quote as well. Uh, many years ago, Dr. Martin Luther King uh, had a statement in honor of Black History Month on your show. Our lives begin to end the day we become silent about mm-hmm. the things that matter. Absolutely. And that is speaking to the integrity of any man, regardless of race, regardless of background, political aspirations, whatever they may be. Arthur, I got to tell you, <clears throat> on a little softer side, I was a big fan of yours when you played for the Steelers, and I, I have I have an assignment for you and Wes. Uh oh, uh oh, awesome! I'm homework. a big time Steelers fan. Hey, hey, I got I got homework for y'all. I need you to give me seven degrees of seven, and what I mean by that is name the seven wide receiver groups, 
the seven different defenses, the seven different running backs, the seven different offensive lines that play with Ben. Oh, that's a lot. That, that's not like, like that. That, 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 that. That's that's not a, a, a short assignment, man. That's like a, a dissertation you trying to get us over here typing up. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Hey, I'm a, like I'm a long time listener. I have I have not missed the show, but this is something I think you guys will enjoy doing because uh, Arthur, you made the list. Oh, well, running back. You're part of those seven. I got remember when yeah. you came to the Steelers, yeah. you you were part of that. Yeah, you're young, right. You're right. Uh, the young, the young Bud Dupree. Yeah, young there wasn't Bud, no TJ Watt Sh- there then. Young Shades there was here. Young yeah. Cam Hayward. Absolutely. <laughs> In honor of my man, Big Ben, because I've seen every game from start to finish. I was in the stadium at least three times a year. That was That's my gift to myself as a truck driver. I, like I say, I come, I'm in the stadium every year. I come every year at least three games, guaranteed. And I always do a December game. I'm not a fair weather fan. Ooh, I was there when, okay. we, when we beat the Ravens. <laughs> I was there when we beat the Ravens right Let's before go. Christmas. Let's go. <laughs> you know, so I know this team intimately. I used to call Tension Wolf, and I also want to give out my condolences to him, as well as, you know, you guys as his friends. Sure. As his, uh, the future of the, of the Steeler Nation radio. I'm a big listener because I'm a truck driver, and sometimes all I got is my Steeler Nation radio while I'm rolling. Well, so, Melvin, trust and know. Go ahead. No, I was gonna. I'm sorry for interrupting you there. I was just gonna say we we appreciate that you're always uh, that you're always got us on when you're in the yeah, truck because it's man. it's because of people like you that are always tuned in why we get to do this. So thank you. Oh, uh, you're very welcome. And uh, I got one more job for you, Arthur. Oh, all right, we got we got our next uh, <laughs> our next quarterback. Please introduce him to Pat Firemuth <laughs> and Mr. Gent- and Mr. Gentry and Mr. Gentry. Seriously, the reason right? being is if you if you go back to Steeler history, this team has been run through their tight ends. For example, Randy Grossman, Benji Cunningham, Eric Green. It's been documented. All you have to do is introduce them. And let them be friends. The running of the ball with Mr. Najee Harris is going to be incredible once they do it. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Melvin, great call, partner. Dude, I was about to say, man, you came through with some Seriously. I like this right here. It- Touched on all the points on the field and the stuff going on gave, off the gave field. Gave us a legit final, you know, a- exam that we're going to have to prepare over here. But it's going to be fun, though. I, I like where you, like your mind's at, though. I like it. Yeah, Melvin, we appreciate the, hey. just the honesty and you speaking from the heart on a lot of this yeah. stuff, too. That's That's always appreciated. So thank you. Hey, your job is to stand up straight if you're from Pittsburgh. You better act like you know who Talk you are. Talk about it. I like that. I'm, Melvin, <laughs> I promise you right now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal that at some point going forward here on the road hey, or on the, hey, on the way. You're, you're more than welcome to take that one. You're more than welcome. Melvin, Let them know who you are no matter where you're from. I That's love why it. I wear my Steeler hat everywhere I go. 
Sometimes it starts a fight. Sometimes people say, hey, I love the Steelers. I'm like, okay, that's what's up. <laughs> hey, hey, Melvin, hated, hated, adored, never ignored hey. the Pittsburgh Steelers, baby. We uh, we wish you the best, partner, and, and be safe out there on the roads. Thank you. Absolutely. We are Steeler Nation. There he is. Melvin Let's in the go. semi. Great stuff from a uh, what sounds like a longtime listener, but a new, man. a new friend here today. Thanks again, Melvin. Uh, appreciate the honesty. Appreciate the candid, candid yeah, to see doubt, with man. a lot of that stuff. You from Pittsburgh? You stand up tall. Hated, adored, never ignored. Pick, Pittsburgh still is. That was a good call. That's a uh, that's a Manchester United. Oh, it is. That's what their fans always say. Hated, oh, adored, never ignored. Okay, MUFC. Okay, 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 but you know okay. what? I can repurpose it. Okay, absolutely. You can. We'll be the first ones in the NFL that to use it. Sounds good, man. Hated, adored. Never ignored. Just bring the accent with it. Just package deal. <laughs> you want to get to? Uh, let's get another one, man. Couple, or you want to get a couple? Tw- yeah, let's go. Let's what go, go couple, do you think? Because uh, we got time. We'll oh, do a couple got, tweets. Yeah, we'll we spin back to the phone. We we'll come back to the we phone. We got plenty of time. Um, let's see here. Jonathan tweets us and says, uh, "While the Rooney Rule is obviously well intentioned, I think teams do see it as a quota. That's where a lot of this problem lies." The difference with the Steelers is they actually took that interview with Mike Tomlin sincerely and look now how it happened. Yeah, that's that's the perfect example. Is you know, we we talked about this earlier, the, the Rush Grimm example. Tomlin comes in, wows you, and 15 years later he's still here. You know, Rush Grimm, I don't want to make it seem like who knows what would have happened. Um maybe he wins a Super Bowl like Tomlin does too. He went to Arizona with Ken Wisenhunt and you know when he wasn't named the Steelers head coach, he went to Arizona with Ken Wisenhunt. He was part of that Ken Wisenhunt coaching staff that lost to the Steelers in Super Bowl 43. And then I believe he was with the Titans for a few more years, but he's also been retired for a while. So maybe even if Russ Grimm does get the job and he does win a Super Bowl, maybe he only stays for 7 years. Correct, yeah. 8 years and then you would have had to replace and who knows what that's like. You've had the stability even for the people that Want to run Mike Tomlin out of town? Uh, you know he never had a losing season, but he back to that Super Bowl anytime. You can't you stability in the continuity that has been the last fifteen years. But you not just hear my Yinzer accent, bro. That might have been better. That might have been the best Yinzer accent I've done in my life. You're getting better. I, I, I you sound a lot felt, better than those influencers from okay. Indianapolis feel, and New I feel Jersey. Real, real Yinzery right there. Like I'm from Baldwin. I, I'm from Baldwin. You know. I've been watching that seven. You know that seven guy, man. I I, I go down there by Permanis and, and they give me a little Ned, you know. And, and, and everyone, see, hold on, you just broke. I messed it up, bro. You just broke the golden oh, rule. God, dog, I messed it up, bro. Only people that aren't from Pittsburgh go to Permanis. Reference Permanis in the Yenzer accent. Yeah. Uh, uh, how do how do we say? It? I was going to Manny's. No, you just hey, go down to Southside, you know, grab a sandwich. Oh, okay. I don't have to say the name. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm going Southside. Grab me a sandwich. Yeah. You know, because it's. Because while while we enjoy Permanis, that's not where I'm going with this. That's just the touristy thing to point Got out. You know, you. it's like the okay, right away. Okay, okay. Like, oh, what? You want some Heinz ketchup, too? Ah, yeah. yeah. You want to see what a Pittsburgh left looks like? That what you want to do? You want to see that, too? We're we're working on it. You're, you're getting there. I'm getting there, bro. It's a, working, it's a work in progress, though. Jeez Louise, get out of time. But but could you at least acknowledge that? That was a good one, though, right? Kind of? Yeah, I'll give it to you. A little bit? I'll give it to you. Give it to you. I try really hard. <laughs> I was proud of mine, man. Like, a, for, a for effort? Is that what they say? <laughs> uh, Teddy tweets. Um, this is on the owners. Until something changes at the ownership level, nothing is going to change. It'll be a topic of discussion for a few weeks, and then it'll get buried with no solution, just like you said with the Gruden situation. Yeah, I, 
I think that's going to be more difficult to do this time. I, I do want to be clear on that, but that is what they've always done traditionally in the past. Well, and, and I'll say the reason why it'd be more difficult also is <laughs> the Gruden situation, even when he was trying to start his lawsuit, he was viewed as the wrong person anyways. So it was like, we're not going to feel sympathetic for you because you got exposed for doing what you were doing. It Correct. wasn't like that's a very it wasn't point. like yeah. Gruden was innocent and was good and it was like, oh, how could you? Now let's get into this fight with him and support him. It was like, I don't want to hear what you hollering about. We want to get more info. And then the NFL just simply said, Well, oh, we're not investigating that. We only talked about this. And that was that dynamic. This is different because Flores hasn't been wrong. I mean, Flores didn't do anything wrong. Flores is very qualified. Flores, the longer he sits without a job, the more this conversation is had. Because he's qualified. Because he showed that he can go in there and turn around a program that was abysmal before he showed up. If we're being mm-hmm. real about it, he's shown that he can do that. So the longer he's without a job, the more this conversation will continue to go. But more people are going to get involved and support him. We've already seen Hugh Jackson yes. because yes. he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't tell Belichick that they were planning to hire Brian Dable three days before he went up there. He didn't go to Stephen Ross and say, hey, Stephen allegedly, I'll offer you $100,000 to not to, to make sure your team doesn't win. He's not on that side of the fence. No, 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 he's on the other side. So this conversation will keep going. People will get back, uh, will get behind it, and it's not just going to go away. Very similar to the kneeling situation with Kaepernick. Remember, people thought that would go away. It never went away. Why? Because the individual that started it was not doing something wrong. And people want to support when they feel people are doing the right thing or they have a noble cause. And this is one of those situations where I do feel like this is noble. And it is to the extent that we can all point to it and say, yes. tangible issue, bingo, spotlight, bing bong, highlight. <laughs> so this will You're continue to happen. You're absolutely right. Uh, Javier tweets us and says, bring in Brian Flores as defensive coordinator. Uh, I'm Nation, not going to lie. I, Nation 920 I also that. tweeted us that uh, before the show, or I, early I would, in the show. Listen, I would, I would love that. I would I'm be in. all for it. To me, I could easily see that being the case for Brian Flores in terms of how he gets back. Because when you talk about suing the NFL, the NFL does not take very kind to that. And they could try to play hardball where they keep him out of executive, out of head coaching roles. So how do you go against that? You say, okay, I'll play the game for a little while. I'll go the coordinator route. I'll keep cooking over here. And eventually they cannot continue to deny me. Eventually, my play continues to scream even louder, even louder. My productivity as a coach, even louder, even louder. My development of players, my assessment of talent. Eventually, they cannot keep turning their heads to it. I agree. It's frustrating that it has to come to that point, but right now, just based on all the factors in this course of action and where we're currently sitting, I could easily see a scenario like that. Now, I don't know how it works in terms of Tomlin and Flores because both are defensive coaches. And we also know the reports that Tomlin very much had his hands and continues to have his hands in the coordinator duties. But at the same time, if you're Brian, if you're Brian Flores and you're as passionate as you are about coaching, if you're as passionate as you are about yeah. change. Which he clearly, if you listen right. to any of his interviews oh, today no, or no, anything, he, he clearly still is. Yes. It, it, if you're passionate about all these things, and even like you talked about, I'm not doing this just for me. I'm doing it for the guy that comes behind me, for the guy 20 years from now. Absolutely. And that's why, again, you know he's been he's Absolutely. been marinating on this for at least a couple well, of years. Well, because as a person of color, a lot of us know when you go that route, man. There's no, there's no going back. There's no going back. That toothpaste doesn't go back. Absolutely. 
And, and if you don't have every single duck in a row, because unlike non-minorities, you're not going to get the benefit of the doubt in this case right here. You have to have everything in alignment. You have to have you proof. Be buttoned up, absolutely. But with that, we know the ramifications. We know, hey, man, it could be very hard for you to ever get another job coaching yeah. in this league. Or maybe you're a position coach or something like that. Maybe a coordinator, but, but never not a head, head coaching coach. job. Yeah. Which is different. Which is absolutely different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Andy tweets us and says hiring practices in so many businesses are skewed. Many candidates not having a fair shot. The barriers for minorities are even higher. Much respect to Brian Flores for his character and his courage to speak aloud what we all should be able to see. Well said, Annie. Well said. All right, we've got some other tweets here, Arthur Motes as well, too, not specific to that conversation. Okay, what we got? What uh, our buddy like? Frankie Z tweets what us up, and says, Greetings from the West Coast, gentlemen. Uh, wants to know, was there anyone on the Steelers' defensive line or in the front that impressed you this season? For me, it was Isaiah Loudermilk. That's that's Frankie Z's answer, not, not oh, okay. my answer. No, a lot of McDay. Yeah, he definitely played really say, well he, this year. He might be on, on my list for a guy that was a fifth round draft pick, and you didn't expect mm-hmm. to get a ton of spin, and then all of a sudden Alu Alu's out, and Tyson and, and Stephon Tuitt's not available. I think that's that's probably the answer there. Um, for me, man, I'm going with now. Did he say age or just a guy on the D line that impressed him? Just a guy on the D line that impressed, I believe. Warmly. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. To yeah. me, it's yeah, not even debate. Like I, I like what uh, Loudermook did. And I thought it was very impressive, and I liked how the team also did a good job of not rushing him when he started to have even more success and forcing him to play, oh, go out there and play the whole game because I don't think that was in his wheelhouse at this particular time this season. But Chris Wormley, man, he played absolutely well. To me, man, first off, you talk about the sack numbers. He's not a rusher in the sense of getting sacks, but what he does do extremely well is his job. He's very fundamental. He's very... Detail-oriented. Think Cam Hayward, but without the high-end talent, the high-end athleticism. So he doesn't give you a ton of tackles for losses and and sack numbers, but he gives you great play, great play, always in his position. Consistency. And he makes the plays he's supposed to make. You don't see him out of position. You don't see him getting blown off the ball. You don't see him having mental errors. Mm. And that was, for me, why he always jumped off the tape. Never flashy, but crazy productive, and he's always going to be in the right place. He had a pretty flashy game against the Ravens. Yeah, but it was only but, but I know but I know it was only flashy in the sense of because he has sack sacks. numbers. But if yeah. you actually watch how he played, it wasn't anything flashy he was doing. Right. Him getting a sack is very boring when you watch how Cam Hayward gets a or sack. How TJ or how TJ gets a sack. <laughs> right. Uh, I think that's that that's well said by you. Um Steeler Nation nine twenty tweets us and says, I feel like Tom Brady retiring his final attempt at making Steelers Nation hate him by stealing Ben's Hall of Fame spotlight. Yeah. Are you you ready for this take? I'd like to I'd like to know what you think about this. Okay. Because I, I know the other day you were trying to say that he was going to, like, reverse retire oh, so he could dunk on Shefty. Then, no, then, what I think now is that uh, Ben's going to take the Tampa Bay uh, job and gig okay, and go okay. down with Bruce Arians and come out of retirement. No, I'm just kidding. That's, <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's a, don't tweet me. Uh, it's a clear joke. I'm being satirical. He's not joking, guy. He's being for real. It, it, <laughs> along the lines of this same conversation that you, were, you and I have been having and talking about how it, it, the NFL can sweep it under the rug until it affects the bottom line. Correct. We know that. And every business, but particularly a billion-dollar one like the National Football League, the bottom line, the money is everything. Mm -hmm. Motsi, the National Football League had Hall of Fame weekend be a two-weekend process last year. It went pretty well for them. I imagine it made them more money. Why not do that again this year? Or why not at least have two days, Saturday, Sunday? Because let's not be naive either. You could have some other really big names. Brady and Ben are going to be the headliners. Mm -hmm. And we know how Steeler Nation travels and how Steeler Nation takes over Canton. 
But I will say this, too. We've been very spoiled in this regard, Arthur Motes. You ready for this? All right, I'm listening. If you're a Steelers fan, since the 80s, man, you've had icons get inducted into the Hall of Fame pretty consistently. Yeah, absolutely. You had all the 70s guys come through in the 80s, right? And then you had just absolute dudes like uh, like Damani Dawson, like Rod Woodson, like Kevin Green. And and then obviously what's been this era. You know, you, you, Jerome Bettis, who was kind of in both of those. Right. Uh, Troy Polamalu, Alan Fanica. We got Bill Nunnan. Steelers fans, Jerome Bettis. I, wait, I just said him. Steelers fans... <laughs> We party out in Canton pretty regularly. We take it over about every five years or so. When one of our guys is in, that's what we do. But Patriots fans haven't been that spoiled. People who have been Patriots fans since the 70s and the 80s, they ain't had it like the Steelers have. They've had one era of greatness. Mm -hmm. So don't kid yourself and think that they're not going to show up for Tom Brady because they haven't had this like we have before. The NFL wants to make more money. Why not do it on separate days? That's my take. I get it. You can. Why not? You can sell more tickets. Why not? Well, I guess my initial response to why not is it waters down the element of it. Did you think that did last year, though? Yeah, because last year was no, cool. no, no, because you remember those two separate classes. I know, but you could still but, do that again. it waters it down because now you're saying that, hey, because Ben isn't the biggest name in here, we're trying to do something. Oh, no, 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 you're watering it down because you're concerned that somebody's going to feel slighted. Somebody's not going to be represented the no, same way. Or you're trying to, what you're trying to maximize. Not why I, that's not but, why I'm. But I'm just responding to you in the sense of if you're not worried about that, what's the purpose of it in terms of why make it a two-day thing? Because you because can sell you, more tickets and make more money. If all the people are going to show up anyways, what's the difference of it being two days they're, versus they're one day? The, you can because only have so many seats But think in about that it. Stadium. You spend more money doing it two days because now yeah. it's a bigger production. But the revenue outweighs it. If you can double the attendance. I then, hear you. I hear you. But can you continue this method? Because you can't keep doing it as one-off. That, you know what? That's Maybe not that's, conclusive. That's a very good yeah, argument. You, you did can't it last do year. this in perpetuity. Right. You did it last year because what? That's it was the centennial point. class. So when you start opening these one-offs and we're only saying this. You weren't saying make it a two-day celebration before Brady retired. That became a thing when it was Brady and Ben. And why does that become a thing? Because, oh, we want both guys to get their recognition. We want both fan base to be able to show up. That's not how it works. When we talk about fair, I don't want to hear about fair. If you if you if y'all want Ben to get the bigger uh celebration out there, y'all better show up out there. Brady gonna have his people. Because Brady has done what he's done. Brady's mm-hmm. going to get yeah. his attention. The, pe- the people who Brady's think that not Bra- worried that, about that, having an extra the, the, the day. The Brady bugs exactly. are coming to Canton. Yeah. You're fooling you, you yourself. You're out your mind. Yeah. And, and, and let's be real. You noticed even when you said make it a two-day experience, even you wouldn't think that Brady would be the second day. You would know. Whatever was the main day, that would be Brady's day. Well, I think you could argue WrestleMania is two days. Is there a main day? Yes, it definitely <laughs> is. Sunday? Yes. <laughs> what are we talking about here? <laughs> I, for, the, the, I propose this, not for anybody's feelings, not to make it yeah. fair. I propose this because money, 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 money. Yeah. Now, your point of it's not sustainable every year is yes. a very good And one. you're going to do what? The first thing I said was what? Water down it. Do you also Because though, you're going to try to force it every year to sustain this, and I, it's not going to be to the same level. I didn't want to hijack this from you, and I, I do want no, to, I like to get No, I like these to, conversations. Let's but, go. Do you do you worry about all about the potential for it to get ugly? That Ben comes up and Patriots fans boo and hiss, and while he's giving, and then Brady comes up and Steelers fans boo and hiss while he's doing his. What? What? You, shirtless Tom. What did he say about fans? Let fans be fans. So now we can't let fans be fans. Oh, that, that again. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm just saying. Are you? Do you think that that's a real potential to happen, or would people be 
respectful in those moments. Shirtless Tom said, what about fans? I mean, Tom Brady got booed last year just when he was recognized at Peyton Manning's thing. So, fans are going to be fans, right? Ooh. Who cares? Let's let's put this on pay-per-view, actually, and get well, the, because get my the thing WWE is this, right? involved. This is my thing. People boo him because, what, they, he beat their team, so they're butthurt. Who cares? <laughs> you did not just say butthurt like a, like a 12-year-old on TikTok. Is that not, like, when we really get down to the bottom of it, right? What, what, like, what, when we talk about Bro, Brady. I love you. Seriously. <laughs> well, if Brady played for your team and he brought you these rings, you're yeah, not you wouldn't pissed care. with Brady. You'd say he's the GOAT. you exactly. say if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. The only reason you're pissed with Brady is because he beat your team. So you butthurt. That's it. So if you boo him, if you boo him, you he don't look any bad because you booing him. No, you just like an idiot because you're booing him. It's the greatest quarterback you ever seen play this game, but you gonna boo him? What that say? Come on, man. I'm not worried about that. I'm sorry. I can't believe. I'm, I'm sorry. I, 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 I guess I, I, I'm supposed to be more soft and, and, and you know, more uh, understanding about fans' feelings and things like that. But hey, fans will be fans. Fans will always be fans. So if I'm supposed to turn the other cheek when a fan says something outlandish, I'm supposed to turn the other cheek with a fan booze. I'm not, I don't care. If, man, them fans could fight each other if they want to out there. That's on y'all. Fans being fans, right? Fans being fans. It's going to be epic, cousin. Yeah. Topcat tweets this and says, please don't talk about Kenny Pickett's double-jointed thumb. Oh, Lord, I did hear him say that. Mr. Small Hands. Yeah, is that still a thing though? It I don't depends. feel like it's still a thing. It's it's to me it's it's the same church, different pew as the quarterback height conversation. Like remember we okay. talked is Baker Mayfield too short? That mm-hmm. was a thing when he came out of the draft. Yes and no. If you're Drew Brees, you're not too short. To an extent. To an extent. Mm-hmm. If you're Joe Burrow, it doesn't matter if your hands are a little small. Okay. But to an extent, Joe Burrow's hands. I feel like nine inches is the threshold that, that people really want. Yeah. Burrow was like nine and a quarter. Okay. If Pickett comes in at eight and a quarter, I don't know. Maybe that's a significant difference. The one thing that I think is really funny that people are talking about is, oh, well, he played in Pittsburgh his entire career. In his four years as a starter, how many bad weather games did Kenny pick? Yeah. College football season ends in November. It's different. And he plays in the ACC yeah. where it's a lot of teams in the Carolinas Correct. and the Virginias. It's very different. So don't give me that. But I also think is is I also think we can blow it out of proportion. Let's see what his hand measurement is at the combine. And then we'll no, like see. I understand the significance of it, but at the same time, like I don't think it's an end all be all. I do think height is more of a deal breaker for me than hand size. Just because I would agree of the simple sense Pickett's of like six three six four. Right. He's so got yeah, good, height yeah. is an issue. And hand size, like I said, you put a glove when you can get more grip. The biggest thing with hand size is just. Cutting that ball through the air, control of the ball, the accuracy of the ball, power with the ball. So it does matter. But like I said, it's more than one way to be successful. Oh, absolutely. And we talked about that, man. Whew. But shoot, you speaking got, of the senior bowl, say, though, man. Senior yeah, bowl man. thoughts before we get I out mean, of here. obviously, we saw the uh, the reports. Uh, Kobe and Kevin Kobe were down there um, talking with the quarterbacks in particular. I think they were talking with Kenny Pickett at one point. He even responded, you know, talking about how he would love the opportunity. Well, that makes one of us. You know, to come on to here, come on up here to Pittsburgh and things like that. But, um, Going through the practices, uh, the reports, man, um, both of those guys, in terms of Kenny Pickett and also Desmond uh, Ritter, mm-hmm. got rolled up on. So it had me thinking. I'm like, man, if you're either one of them and you get rolled up on on day one, I see you where st- you're going with You this. still practicing down that thing, man? Or are you, are you hitting them with the we're, we're meetings only? 
Because I think to myself, like, can you risk if you're one of those guys? Because it's not like, and this year is different, right? Typically, you don't see your top prospects in in terms of quarterbacks playing in the That's senior. That's where I was going with. This. You never see those guys. But this year, because of the class being down, you get all five top prospects in this together. That's where I was going. With, if you're Kenny Pickett or Desmond Ritter. Those guys aren't solidified top five, top ten picks like the normal number one and two guys that come out. And so that's why they're down there. Would you continue to practice, though, if you got rolled up on the first day? If I'm Kenny Pickett, no. I sat out the bowl game. And I pick it, listen, for wherever he gets drafted, if it's in the top ten, if it's in the teens, wherever, I think almost – dead on he's going to be the first quarterback selected if if i i would probably not that's, and, and that's also, my whole thought st- process you still right have now the combine them, you still have your pro day there's there's a lot of opportunities for you ahead still to showcase yourself i'd just get some alabama and i'd be <laughs> chilling with my feet up and a reese's cup on the sideline yeah because see part of me is like if i'm an exec I need to see you in these practices because I can evaluate you better than any pro day. Any sure, better than because, the underwear Olympics. Right. Yeah. All you're doing is throwing on air. And that's some of the biggest issues I have when I watch Kenny Pickett, when I watch Sam Howell, when I watch Malik Willis. You watch them in their respective universities. Their highlights are guys running past people. I don't want to see the wide open throws. You're supposed to hit the wide open throws. I want to see the contested throws but you don't get as many of those in your regular, in your prospective conferences and stuff like that, ACC or Malik Willis with Liberty and et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you're talking about the senior bowl, now is good on good. Now that's, you're not no, worried good... about, hey, my receivers is that much better than this guy and we're going to win because of that or I'm going to have guarded numbers because of that. Now I get to see you that ball in tight windows. Now I get to see how good you can anticipate throwing. Can you anticipate a guy coming out of a break can you maneuver through the pocket when you don't necessarily have a great line or if Heck you do yeah. have a really good line? Like Those are the things that I can't evaluate at the combine. Those are the things I can't evaluate necessarily at the pro day. I, that's that's a great point by you. It is, yeah. But I also get it, and especially the teams that are down, that you get a chance to at least find out how does he learn? How can he take concepts from classroom to the practice On field? On the fly. Because yeah. as much as people will say, well, hey, man, you should be able to evaluate him off all the games. I get that. But I also want to see how he evaluate or how he responds to change on the fly. Oh, what do you mean? You don't have change on the fly. You got a game plan. You ever heard of a halftime adjustment? You ever heard of a quarter adjustment? You ever heard of, hey, this series, we're running cover four. Next series, man, we're going to empty check to cover three every single time. But, oh, Wes, I want you to go. I want you to blitz. Okay? Like, can you adapt to that? Hey, we didn't work on much 12 personnel this week, but the way they're playing right now. Well, we're going 12. We're going 12. I need to see how you can, yeah. how, how do you ascertain that? How do you process that? And then ultimately, how calm are you delivering that message to, to, your, your, teammates. to your teammates? Yeah. Are you a guy that panics? Because like, it's different when you're in college. You're the alpha dog. Now you're talking about leading men. It's different. Now you're talking about being the new and guy. Guys, they you don't, don't, guys they you've don't known know for you. a couple days. Right. It's yeah. different. So those are some of the things that I'm interested in with Kenny. No, and That's all well the other quarterbacks, you. especially down at the senior bowl, because I do think that that part of the evaluation is different. But it just had me wondering because, like I said, no, most of the time you don't see those guys even I, down I there. I love that insight from you. You've convinced me. Uh, one thing before we go. I've changed my Carson Wentz to Carson Strong. Oh, Here we go. 
I think I think there might be something there. I'm excited to watch this guy go for it. You know what? We should talk more. We got to talk more Senior Bowl on Friday. Well, honestly, that was on my list to talk today, along with some other cool stuff. But when the Flores thing happened, it was like, oh, all right, content gods have blessed us. I will take my <laughs> they salt bait us with some content. I, 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 I will take my my little lasagna, my stuff for lasagna. I'm gonna save that for Friday or uh, next week. You know, we'll 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 rock with this 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 uh. You funny. You funny. Uh, just real quick, this is why we love the tweets and the interaction from you guys. We got the duality of the tweets here. The lit one, Rebecca. Says you're speaking facts about the hate. I hate him because he beat us, but I also know he is the GOAT. And then Wallace Randall chimes in and says, greatest cheater of all time, maybe. And Arthur Munson looks like the Bears just hired Chris Morgan. The Bears. Da Bears, da Bears, da Bears, da Bears, da Bears, da Bears. So I tell you what, we're going uh, to plenty to- Same position? Plenty to talk about on, I'm, I'm trying to- f- uh, Bears hire Chris Morgan as offensive line coach, chicagobears.com. Okay. Yep, there you go, okay, four minutes okay. ago. Shout out to Jonathan for the hat tip there on Twitter. No, absolutely, So we man. got something else to talk about on Friday. Absolutely, man. I like it, I like it. And <sighs> with that being said, the reports about- Mike Wanchak not returning to Denver become Ooh, that much more spicier. So Munchies. we're gonna you're gonna have to wait until Friday to hear more about that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but with that being said, uh, as I look at my uh, my watch, I believe it's about that time. It's time to go. So you know we don't work overtime around here. Yens don't do that. So let me first give a shout out to my producer, my my producer with the gut hair, Wesley Yoler. Keep Bing me bang. Extra, extra crispy. Then I also would like to give a shout out to, you know, the, the, the power grid, the megawatts. Yins always do great. We go down and get some sandwiches. Did I say it right that time? Was sandwiches. That, sandwiches. And then get some sandwiches. I, I have to have an S. I know that. It's, everything's plural. Everything's got to have everything's an S. Everything's plural. You know, I have my phones. You're Arthur Motes. You know, I have my phones and I was on my computers. You know how that goes. So, all right. I do want to say real quick, too. Usually when you and I have heavy conversations like this, mm-hmm. we get a cup. Not a lot, but we get one or two people that, you know. Some not-so-nice tweets. Oh, man, I was looking for it. Everything was real respectful in the reaction today. Appreciate that out of you guys. No, without a doubt. Very professional job by all of us. Without a doubt. And with that being said, I would like to tell my co-host, my partner in crime, that I appreciate you as well on this good day, Mr. Wesley Euler with the good hair. Bing bong. Motsi, privileged to uh, get to have these conversations with you, partner. Always a blast, man. I'll do it again with you on Friday. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your day. And you already know where to find us on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Still is. Yeah. Nation. Uh Uh-huh. Radio. There it is.